Welcome to the Legally Speaking Podcast, powered by Kasum Carr. I'm your host, Rob Hanna. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Guy Stern, the co-founder and CEO of The Legal Connection. So, a very big welcome, Guy. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks, Rob. Absolute pleasure. So before we talk about The Legal Connection and everything that you're up to, we do have an icebreaker question on all of our shows and minisodes. So on the scale of one to 10, 10 being very real, how real would you rate the hit series Suits in terms of your knowledge of the legal world? <laughs> well, Suits is totally real. I mean, uh, it's it's like they went into a law firm and filmed with um, hidden cameras. There you go. There we go. We have it. Hid- hidden cameras in there and it's all real. For people not so familiar about the Illegal Connection, tell us about it. Sure. The very fast elevator pitch is that Legal Connection is a communication and collaboration platform for legal professionals. And then if I'm explaining it to people in my industry, I often say it's a WhatsApp of law. Lawyers use it to connect with other lawyers and to connect with their clients. Okay. Let's break that down then. Every startup is around a big idea. So where did your big idea come from? I was actually thinking about that this morning. I can sort of say any number of events or things that happened in my life that uh, brought me to this idea. But I don't think there's necessarily one, um, you know, apple falling out of the tree sort of moments. I think I quite consciously decided I wanted to build a startup. I was looking for startup ideas, honed in on law, spoke to many, many lawyers, played with a lot of different concepts, one of them being websites for law firms, videos for law firms, a find a lawyer service. And just through the different conversations that I had, it sort of emerged. One really cool product that didn't seem to exist was a digital platform that lawyers could use from their phones, from their laptops to communicate with each other and work in groups. I worked with one particular law firm, they're relatively young lawyers like myself, and the work that they were doing was predominantly face-to-face meetings where they would sit and write notes on a piece of paper and a pen, and then you know emails that would go back and forth when they needed to ask me questions. What I felt was missing was a tool where I could be in a chat room with all the lawyers, watching them work, being involved, sharing files, seeing everything going on in real time. And that's what I decided to build. So you talk about the WhatsApp of law, which is great, but how does that work? Okay, so it's a concept that you should be quite familiar with. You're in a lot of WhatsApp groups, so I'm imagining. So am I, and so are all of us. WhatsApp groups and WhatsApp chats. And throughout the day, you will jump in and out of those conversations and you'll answer. One word answer, a sentence answer, you'll read what happened, you'll come in, you'll come out. And that's sort of how our brains work. But if you look at the way that a lot of law firms and lawyers operate, it's set long meetings where they will sort of do briefs with clients and then other times where they'll be very quiet and focused and work by themselves. So when you have a few people working together in a group chat, mostly working in text chat, what happens is people can follow on in the conversation in an asynchronous manner. And it's a really powerful way of doing problem solving. And it really speaks to the way the world works today. People are busy. Everyone's doing a lot of the things at the same time. And getting everyone together on a Zoom call, getting everyone together in the same room to solve problems at the same time is not really possible anymore. So using these group chats, you can sort of change the way that lawyers work. And in doing so, you can actually speed up the process of servicing the client. So it's better for the lawyers, better for the client. And yeah, that's a little bit salesy, but that's the, the sort of really big idea. Yeah, no, and I love that. It's just faster, more efficient, slicker process. And then sometimes people will say to me, well, why not just use WhatsApp? You know, And WhatsApp is a great tool, but it's not right for lawyers. You might be a lawyer needing to be briefed on a case. If you get into a WhatsApp group, you can't read what happened before you. Also, those files will then be on your personal phone. So if you leave the firm, you take it all with you. So 
we tried to borrow some of the best parts of WhatsApp, but then create a secure user experience around it and something that spoke to the legal profession and the way that they needed to operate. Great stuff. And you definitely sort of eat, breathe and sleep all things legal tech. Where does that sort of passion come from? Because it's really important if people are trying to get a startup off the ground, they have the big idea. The idea is just one part of it. You've got to have that passion to follow, follow it through. Where do you get yours from? Yeah, that's a good question, because if you told me uh, three or four years ago when I was living in South Africa that I would now be living in London, CEO of a legal tech startup and literally spending all day talking about legal tech, I wouldn't have believed it. Um, I think for me, it, it really just grew on itself. You know, In the beginning, uh, it was a cool little nifty startup idea that I wanted to enter into a startup contest. And the more I learned about it, the more I listened to uh, podcasts and read blog articles and went to legal conferences, the more excited I became about my idea and about the industry that I was innovating in. And I don't know if that answers the question. I don't know if there was one particular light bulb moment or if there was something innate in me. I think I just get excited about it because it's really cool. What do you think? I mean, you're in the same sort of sector that I am. Why did you get into law? What I like about our common synergies in terms of what I'm trying to do from a more of a legal recruiting careers perspective is disrupt the sector and embrace things such as technology for the good. And that's why I think particularly what you're doing with the legal connection is great. But I guess sticking with the theme of the, the sort of the big idea for the legal connection, were there lots of other ideas that you sort of played with before that didn't happen? Because again, lots of entrepreneurs, people trying to get involved in legal tech, legal startups, it's tough. So how did you know this was the right idea? Yeah, that's that's another uh, great question. So, you know, back in 2016, I'll tell you one of the first ideas I came up with. It was a website where you could type in a legal problem and a few lawyers would bid for the work. They'd each give a paragraph about why they should get the job and how much they would charge. It was a, a pretty shocking idea. But if I think back to how it was then, I wanted to keep this idea secret and build it as fast as I could. You know, and then it was only through sort of chatting to a few people that I realized, well, firstly, this already exists. There's many versions of this that already exist. They don't work for the following reasons. I tested one or two of them. And then you take the, the idea and you're, okay, okay, well, that's not going to work. What if I change this? And what if I change this? And the first idea that I actually started testing and bringing to market was around 25 minute phone calls with a lawyer. So you would pay a certain amount, it was about 10 quid. Uh, you would type in a topic and we would connect you with a lawyer who would speak to you on the phone for 15 minutes about a topic of your choice. Doing that, we realized that there was this missing thing. We could very easily get the lawyers to chat to the clients, but the client needed to share a file, they needed to get an email address, they needed to set up a time for the phone call. Sometimes they wanted more information, more advice. Sometimes the lawyer wanted to quote the client. And because the client and the lawyer were in different places and different spaces, again, it just felt like there was this missing product, a place where the lawyer and the client could connect in cyberspace, do the work that needed to be done, and get on with their lives. And I entered Startup Bootcamp in 2017 with this first idea of Find a Lawyer app. And even at Startup Bootcamp, they took a look at some of the user experience screens that I'd built on where the lawyer and the client would chat. And said, why don't you build that thing? And so another thing happened, which was lawyer I was working with and dealing with, she said, I've got an interesting feature for your product. What if it could help me to track referrals? I deal with a lot of lawyers in my network. Many of them don't work for my firm. And I'm constantly sending out work and collaborating with different lawyers from different firms. What if there was a product that could track that? And I said, well, that's not exactly what I'm doing, but let me think about it. And Again, it was a lot of sort of distilling and taking this and putting it on top of that. What if I put this concept and this concept together? I'll be lying in bed at night and I'd sort of picture the app and I'd picture this window and this button and this links to this. And it slowly just sort of came together in my head, you know, to the point that you look at it now and I've showed you the products and you say, oh, wow, 
this is so simple. But it wasn't simple in the beginning. It was a very complicated process, uh, which involved lots of coffees with lots of lawyers, lots of brainstorming, lots of picking up ideas, throwing them away over and over again before we came up with the, the big idea, which we now talk about as the WhatsApp of law. And I just love that idea. And obviously next week and throughout the mini-sode series, we're going to be talking about the, the next steps and how you break into that. But I guess just sticking with the, the sort of big idea theme as we wrap up, any tips for people who want to try and get creative or struggling to get creative with ideas or you know reservations or concerns that they have? Any tips you would give to those people? Because everyone's trying to attack the legal sector right now because it's so under innovated compared to other sectors. So what would you say to people trying to do that who are trying to get those creative juices going? Exactly. Look, I think it's never been a better time to innovate. There's so many platforms. If you look at the Global Legal Hackathon, for example, I attend that event religiously every year. You know, you get thrown in a room with different people, technologists, lawyers, fusing ideas together. Take every meeting you can, have every coffee you can. You never know when the best ideas will fuse and things will come together. Look at you and I. I went to the hackathon. I joined a team called the Magic Box. You and I happened to be on a panel last week and I saw your name there and I saw a picture of your podcast and I reached out to you and look, now we're, we're chatting. So it's really great to be operating in a network of fellow innovators. And I think if you can embrace that network and share ideas with people, it can really lead to some magical things. Great stuff. Really enjoyed hearing a lot more about your sort of the big idea and the legal connection, guys. So I look forward to chatting next week around the the sort of first steps that people need to take to hopefully inspire future entrepreneurs and people trying to break into the startups world, be that in the legal or, or other professional services and beyond sectors. But it's been an absolute pleasure and look forward to chatting more next week. Sounds good. I'll try to get some good under the hood secrets for you for the next week's episode. Good stuff. Cheers, guy. Cheers, mate.